Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. I'm concerned for the rest of the league that the Chiefs are going to be even better in the coming year than they've been the last two. A three-peat. He's in the cards. It's legendary. I mean, no one's ever done it. Mahomes. He's our Brady now, guys. He is that guy. When it's close, he's going to find a way. They underestimated the heart of a champion. It is tough to knock him out. Mike Danger. They're maddening because when you see them win and win the way that they won, it's hard to imagine that they can't do it again next year that the Chiefs wouldn't be considered the favorite out of the AFC who's beating them who's beating them they're gonna win their third strike who's beating them Gene Bataglia please tell me how the Buffalo Bills need to use a first round pick on a wide receiver I'm sorry get someone physical who can play on either side of the ball get me somebody in the defensive line that can punch somebody in the mouth get me a mean left tackle or somebody that you can groom that is where the games are won DJ Mangus. Go Saber. Buffalo prepares for L.A. tonight. Owen Power. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. You know, one thing I do agree with Perino on, Matt Perino, who joined us last hour in the sports bar. We, we thank you for joining us at 95.7 FM, AM 950. Our stream at The Fan Rochester on YouTube and on Twitch. Uh, David Edwards might be the most important pending free agent that you want to re-sign if you're the Buffalo Bills. Because he does not only add to that jumbo package when you have two tight ends and, and act, him acting as like the third tight end in that set, but you were incredibly, we talk about luck being a part of this equation. If you're going to win a championship, how lucky were you to have an offensive line that essentially played every snap? I mean, these guys, any injuries that occurred in game, they were back in there. They didn't miss games. That doesn't happen in the NFL. No, you, you almost forgot Ryan Bates was on the team. Yeah. Like, like who knows? Like, if he's going to have a spot next year, uh, I, I will always say you can draft another offensive lineman. For years during the drought, they ignored that position, and it kind of showed up. Now, right tackle Spencer Brown, are you, you going to get 17 straight games out of Spencer Brown? It, I, you hope so. But then again, after next year, he's going to be a free agent. So you you have to spend, I won't say day one, but I don't know, third, fourth round pick an offensive lineman. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating conversation to have between now and the end of April because so many people are on the wide receiver round one train. And that's fine. You could say that's what they should do. I don't think that's what they will do. No. Um, 
because if you, if you want to win games in September and October when the weather is nice and you can throw the ball and whip it all around, great. Uh, I think we've learned over the last few years and we've been reminded that this is much different when the postseason. And there were some glaring needs on the Bills uh, defensively on that side when it come, came to their depth. So I, I want Bills fans to kind of brace that it's not going to be a wide receiver in the first round. I mean, what they w- what they should do and what they will do are usually two very different things. We'll have Rochester Americans head coach Seth Appert joining us here in less than 20 minutes. We'll get a preview of this week's action for the Rochester Americans. Look back to uh, last week's home-and-home home set against Syracuse where the Amherst dropped both games in overtime to Syracuse. I haven't seen anything. Did they call anybody up from the Amherst today with a power injury? I, have I not haven't seen, seen anything. No, yet. maybe I thought maybe they... So nothing yet, but maybe we'll we'll ask coach that too. If- we should also keep in mind that the last time the Sabres and the Kings played, the Sabres actually broke the Kings. It's true. Like, wasn't the one of the quotes there, like the player said, no, we don't. We, we were ahead in this game. We're all getting a cookie. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. That was after the, the Sabres, right before the All-Star break, went into L.A., beat the Kings. Their head coach ended up losing his job. Like, that's what losing to the Sabres does to an organization. It flips it upside down. They question everything, move on from their coach. I have a feeling that the, the Kings are going to come in tonight with a different kind of chip on their shoulder. Who is more likely to win tonight, Syracuse or the Sabres? Man, if we're going to, if this is a take space and we're sharing takes, it, it's too bad that we can't bet on Syracuse because that point spread couldn't be wide enough. I would take whatever you threw at me, whatever Vegas decided they want to get. Carolina minus what? Minus 150. Let's go. The fact that Carolina, lost, and again, they had a win in between, but they lost to Clemson. Team they they they've owned only the second win ever for Clemson in, in North Carolina. They got everybody to sit up straight last week. So I, I it quite it's not a question if Syracuse is going to lose tonight. It's just by how much. Um, I have a take here, Dick LeBeau. If he's in the Hall of Fame as a defensive coordinator, and yes, he was a head coach briefly for the Bengals, and yes, yes, he was a safety way before our time danger. But he's in because. Well, he revolutionized things with the zone blitz and whatnot with the Steelers. Steeler fans love themselves in Dick LeBeau. All right, well, that's that's fine. I don't, I'm not saying Dick LeBeau doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame, but if he's there, then why not Steve Spagnuolo? That's now four Super Bowl championships he's won as a defensive coordinator. You can't forget about when he was with the Giants. He did a number on Tom Brady and the Patriots uh, in the first of two matchups. He missed his one shot as a head coach, uh, did Spagnolo, Sam Branford never developed in St. Louis, so Spags was quickly shown the door. But do you think he's going to get another shot? I don't. I was kind of surprised to read this. He's 64. Yeah. Uh, for the work that he's done, he's not getting another shot as a head coach. He's the modern era Dick LeBeau, and Spagnolo will be in the Hall of Fame. I'll drink to that. I, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, the work that he did with the Giants in thwarting the undefeated season. I mean, that right there, that's enough for me. Like, you'll be a legend forever just because you prevented that team and those guys from being able to say, we're the only undefeated team. No, no, you you fell apart against that defense on the biggest stage. Which is interesting because on the biggest stage, it was really the Giants only sending four. He's like, you guys, you know, Strahan, Tuck, those guys in the middle, like, you you are good enough. You know, they, they, certainly the, the, the 
Jason Pierre-Paul. You only needed four that night against Brady. They got it done. Brady held on to the ball just long enough. This was different. Like, you look at all the metrics, how much they actually sent after Brock Purdy. It was a defense that relied on their corners. They played cover zero. It was... It, it, and, and adjusted. Yeah. He, he always... I mean, he's brilliant at adjusting at halftime. The defense for Kansas City came out a, a, a different defense the second half of the Bills game. They came out a different defense the second half of the Super Bowl. And for all the crap we want to give Todd Munkin, I mean, maybe that's what led Baltimore to go away from the run. Because when you have 10 guys up at the line of scrimmage daring you, hey, Lamar, throw it. We dare you. Throw the ball. I mean, that's what Spags essentially did against Brock Purdy. We're not going to lose because of Christian McCaffrey. We're going to make Brock Purdy beat us. And if he can, then more power to him. But you're not going to be able to run the ball effectively. Yeah, and it's it's doing a lot of film work. I mean, Spagnola must have known third and four, game on the line in overtime. And you, it's obvious, here comes extra pressure. Like, when when you've checked down to a screen or something, or a read or something like that, and Niners didn't do that, but uh, good on Spagnola. I just have one little comment about Spagnolo. Guy who wears his Sharpie around his neck. Oh, I thought you were going to go in a different direction. He does this move, and I'm kind of a fan of this. Oh, move. It, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm flexing for the uh, for the the stream right now at YouTube and on Twitch. It's not a flex. It's a it's a bend over. It's a stance. Yeah. It's hands just above the knees, and you're looking straight forward, and you've got this intensity, and and it's almost like you you're in the game. Pete Carroll does it all the time. Like mm-hmm. Pete Carroll was like the master of it, jumping yeah, on the gun. It's like you're taking a you know the two point stance, like you're the linebacker yeah, yeah. ready. He's to got his of, hands yeah. on his thighs, yeah. right above his knees, bent over, squatting down, and just looking straight ahead and intense at at what's happening on the field. Spags did a lot of that on Sunday. I love that move. That's a power move. Hey, can I get a verdict on uh, asking for a selfie or an autograph? from somebody famous when when they are out in public. And I know I'm only bringing this up because I heard Maggie and Perloff talking about it, and they're recapping you know, all of the celebrities and stars and ex-athletes and current athletes that they ran into when they were in Vegas yeah. for the Super Bowl. And one of their guys was talking about, you know, about his pursuit, like how many guys he was like running into and chasing after and hoping to get a selfie with. And he shared a story of... of uh, a group of guys that were talking Sauce Gardener's ear off to the point where Sauce Gardener, you could just tell he was disinterested and he wanted to just be left alone. And it, it always makes me think, like, is there is there a line in terms of when you should or should not be so bold as to ask for a photo or an autograph from somebody famous? I, I think you look at the setting, first of all. Like, if you're in a restaurant and that that celebrity is with their family. I don't think you're interrupting their dinner and their time. But if you're just kind of walking through an airport and you notice and it just seems the timing is right, good, great, do it then. If you're in the bathroom and you want to talk to Jay Cutler, I don't think that's the appropriate time. Jay Cutler doesn't want to talk to anybody. No, he doesn't care. He's just going to tell you he doesn't care. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. But like, I don't know, man. I like... It would not have been appropriate for me back in the day in the Buffalo airport to stop Mike Ditka and say, Coach, can I get a selfie? Because it just wasn't, it, it wouldn't have been cool. Like, I just wouldn't do it. I saw him. I could say, oh, I, I was right there. It was 
right next said we our paths crossed but i didn't i didn't ask him for the photo i didn't ask him for the autograph i just and maybe it's a me thing maybe i'm the guy that just like oh there's josh allen i'm not gonna say anything to him i'm not gonna you know interrupt his flow or his day i'm just viewing him as a guy not as a superstar yeah i think if you're going to vegas as a celebrity and you're out in the club or you're out to dinner and you're out i think you got a kind that comes with the territory right like you're almost out to be seen you're right now there's a certain level of celebrity i I think like when taylor swift's out after the game i don't think anybody's getting anywhere near her right like she's got her own security her bodyguards whatever right here's another uh thing to chew on Given what we saw out of Travis Kelsey getting in the face of Andy Reid, screaming at Andy Reid, bumping Andy Reid, I know there are plenty of people who view that as a sign of aggression and are now concerned for the future well-being of one Taylor Swift. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll point back to that moment. I think there's part of the story danger we're going to learn, and we haven't heard it yet. Everything is mic'd up in the end. Not literally mic'd up, but there are so many microphones around. There's audio of Travis Kelsey going after Andy Reid, and maybe that tells a different story. Maybe it tells a worse story. Like, like there's like part of that. Like, oh boy, when I don't think the NFL probably does not want you. They they want the no. fairy tale. They and want exactly what happened, which is for us to just brush it over. And Andy Reid answered it the way that the NFL wants him to answer. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, he did. We just, you know, he wanted to be in there. I wish we could get him in. Like, g- completely ignoring the fact that aggressively he was in his face, shouting at him and bumping him. And and if you're in a relationship. I don't care if it's player, coach, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, that kind of behavior doesn't fly. Well, I'm, I don't want to take that step because what happens on the field is like these guys turn it on and turn it off. Some can't afford to do that, and I don't want to jump to that conclusion, but I, I see what you're saying that like this is – you know, for the Swifties, they're going to point to that moment. They're going to like look at that and be like, "No, our girl deserves better than this." Here, so. Right? If if he can get that upset, I mean, th- we understand that there's a wiring that's different, but most people, I don't think, understand that football players have that wiring, and it takes a special breed to be able to understand that wiring. And then there's another part of me that's like, "Oh, what's to say Taylor Swift isn't the exact same way with her people when she feels." intensely about something don't know yeah see that i do think also that cbs completely downplayed that the question i have for you danger was was somebody in the director's ear saying no we're not going to show that again you look at the officials in the game have you noticed you probably have there's the shadow officials officials are my favorite yeah yeah, they're 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 dressed in all black and they come out and they're to oversee vinovich or whoever's calling the game and well who's talking to the shadow officials is that park Ave? is there a shadow official in the in the cbs truck that says we're not showing that again because that I don't want to say good television, but that's something you see. It's like, whoa, what was that? If they Tell lose, me more. If they lose, that's a bigger story. 
it got glossed over and eventually they win. So they're all smiles. Oh, well, it was, yeah, he was just really intense. And I wish more, more players were like that, that I wish I could have gotten him in the game there. You know, I, I love that he's that way. He's always been that way. They've been together for 12 years. It's not like that Andy Reid, he was caught off guard, but it's not like that hasn't happened with Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey in the past. It probably has. We just haven't seen it. Yeah, I, it, like the audio may tell a better story for Kelsey on that. It may tell a worse story on that. We may never hear that audio if the NFL has their way. Right. Has he apologized? He should apologize. Yeah, I think he did. He did. Yeah, he did. And But I think it deserves a little bit more than just... And a, I, I think the apology is just about, hey, look, I'm I'm whether I like it or not, I'm a role model. I have to tell you know, the kids that might have seen this, this isn't the way to go about being on the sideline, being part of a team, you don't do that to your coach. 30 years ago today, danger. <laughs> this, this happened in college basketball. I remember this. It's from the A-10, the A-10 heyday. John Calipari was the head coach at UMass. That's when Temple head coach John Chaney interrupts fresh off the loss. Uh, look, if you've never seen this video, go look it up tonight. I would play it for you, but the audio quality isn't great. But let me translate for you. Chaney, quote to Calipari, I'll kill you. You remember that. I'll kick your ass. Kick your ass. You've got a good team. You don't need that edge. That's why I told my kid to knock your MFing kid in the mouth. <laughs> we need more of this. More uh, coaches, coaches uh, fighting coaches. Con- contrast that versus what we were just talking about with the uh, players and coaches. No, there is no decorum. Everything gets thrown out the window. That was 30 years ago. 30 years ago today where Calipari's just at the podium talking about his win. And Cheney comes storming in, and he just wants to fight. Yeah. Just absolutely had it. I mean, yeah, some of these coaches' feuds are I mean, Arthur Smith at the end of the year this year with uh, in New Orleans with uh, Dennis yes. Allen. Yeah. Like, the, the, you know, the latest in a long line of just bitter, angry coaches not having it go their way and, and putting the blame squarely on the other head coach. Harbaugh. And uh, Jim Schwartz, no love lost between those two. And Harbaugh was with the Niners and Schwartz was with the Lions. Think McDermott. Like if you gave him like true serum, who would be the guy like he cannot? Dable. It's got to be Dable, right? It has to be. Like the way that they shook hands at the end of that game, that was the bare minimum of a coach's handshake. You've seen McDermott. I mean, like. After the Patriots game, big hug for Belichick in his ear a little bit longer than normal. Like, if he has your respect, Tomlin, all those guys. Dable, no, just quick handshake. Other, like, in passing, like two ships passing in the night. Didn't even make eye contact, I don't think. Nope. I think they just, okay, boom, done. Have to do it for the cameras. Moving on. No love lost between those two. Like, what is the penalty if a coach doesn't shake the hand? They're required to do it, but I'm, I, I've never seen a coach actually not do it and then not get fined. And then I know Belichick like walked off the Super Bowl one year and didn't shake Coughlin's hand. It was terrible. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. Be, he's the greatest coach of all time. He's a sore loser. It's terrible. <laughs> Might be the greatest of all time. Sore loser. Can't stand that. Emmerich's head coach Seth Appert. Might know a little bit about a dust up with a, another head coach. <laughs> I don't know if we want to bring that we'll up. Bring, we no. won't bring it up, but he brought it up. Uh, you know, we've 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 rehashed that story before. Seth Appert uh, with his team set to uh, oh this stretch here. Would you say seven games? Seven, seven and eleven. Yeah, seven and eleven. Oh boy, Amrick's uh, looking to rebound after a couple of losses against Syracuse last weekend. 
We'll preview this week's action for the Rochester Americans with head coach Seth Appert next in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia, the fan Rochester. Gentlemen, the moment is here. It's your chance to shine. Valentine's Day tomorrow in the spot that Del Monte has the secret for the best Valentine's Day gift ever. Nothing says I love you more than a gift card to the spa at the Del Monte. They may not tell you what they actually want for Valentine's Day, but... A gift card from the spot to Del Monte will show how much you've been paying attention. Gift cards are available for purchase or in, both in-store or online at DelMonteSpa.com. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Sabres hockey tonight at KeyBank, the team hosting the L.A. Kings. One power defenseman will not be on the ice tonight. Head coach Don Granato on the timetable. It's going to be week to week. I think in one week we'll have a better idea of uh, you know how long and what a return would look like at that point. Um, so week to week, you know, I think the hope at the short end would be a couple of weeks. Coverage tonight begins at 7 here on the Sports Leader. The Amherst on the ice tomorrow night at Utica. will be joined by head coach Seth Abrick next year in the Sports Bar. Syracuse basketball home tonight against North Carolina. The Orange needing this one. They're 15-9 and overall last month. They lost by 36 at Chapel Hill. The Tar Heels ranked 7th in the country. Gene Bataglia in the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. Top Shelf Sports Talk. You're hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. On the near boards, pass forward, poked it loose, and up with a Rusek. Anders on the left wing, bring it in, feed Bechter, said they score! Rusek feeds across the goal about, breaking for the net off the right wing, was Murray, chips it inside the post, and the return to favor, the Amherst have taken a 2-0 lead. Great hearing Don Stevens back on the call. That was from last weekend as the Amherst uh, dropped both in overtime to the Syracuse Crunch Friday and Saturday. Head coach Seth Appert stopping by the sports bar now. Seth, Every every experience is a learning experience if you if you view it through the right lens. What did your team learn after those two losses in overtime to Syracuse last weekend? Yeah, I mean, I think 
you know, at the end of the day, there are two really good games. There are two playoff style intensity games. Uh, we got out to Leeds in both. It would have been nice to get a third goal. Um, Syracuse, it's hard to. Syracuse is the best defensive team in the American Hockey League. So they're heavy, they're old, their decor is really big and physical. Um, you know, but you get a third goal and then that starts to separate a little bit and they have to start chasing the game. And, you know, and then overtime is overtime. It's three on three. Um, you know, and we've been really good in overtime this year. And unfortunately, those both went the wrong way. So, uh, but I think we did a lot of good things. I really liked our pushback in the last 25 minutes of the game on Saturday in their building. Uh, they were leaning on us and, and we really upped our physical game. That was a violent game. It wasn't a physical game. It was a violent game. And both teams went at each other, and it was uh, it felt like a playoff game. Yeah, a team you may be seeing here uh, come uh, the month of April. Seth Appert, our guest here in the sports bar. Uh, Seth, the news out of Buffalo in the last uh, you know last day or so, Owen Power getting hurt. Uh, do we know anything? Is, is your roster going to be impacted uh, whatsoever with Power being down here for at least a week? I mean, potentially going forward, not yet. Um, they still have six healthy defensemen up there. Um, and, and I think with both teams being relative, being either at home or close to home, there is that luxury. If, if there's a player that needs to be brought up quickly, you can. Um, so there is a little bit of freedom in that regard, but, uh, depending on, you know, depending on how the, the next, you know, three, you know, three to seven days go in terms of his rehabilitation and his recovery, you know, could, you know, could change that potentially. So, uh, but, but as of, as of today, um, you know, that hasn't affected our roster yet. Have a couple of really cool themed games coming up here at Blue Cross Arena this weekend for the Rochester Americans. Head coach Seth Appert joining us here. Uh, you've got Utica in two of those three games, and, and it starts on the road tomorrow against the Comets, uh, an opponent that we're obviously very familiar with. Uh, set us up for tomorrow night's action. Well, yeah, we're starting a seven games in 11 days stretch now starting tomorrow. So, so we're in one, um, and we're going to need all, all hands on deck. We're going to need every player. Uh, we're going to have to, you know, get some guys some rest at certain times. And, um, you know, this is an important stretch and it's not a stretch that, you know, it's going to be hard to, to say win all seven. Uh, but what you really need to do is not lose footing in in the playoff race right now and so you know we want to approach this um you know we need to win this seven game series and starts in game one you want to you want to win game one it's not all against the same team but that's kind of the mindset you need to have because we're playing you know almost every day at this point so um the best way to win a seven game series is to get a win on the road in game one and and put yourself at a a good advantage uh going into these seven games so utica's old heavy physical there's not gonna be a lot of space out there you have to fight for everything you get you know their their top three or four centers are you know guys that have five six seven eight hundred games nhl american league they're they're an older heavy team they're hard to play against and so uh they're gonna be demanding team to play tomorrow night uh and on sunday when we get them back at home yeah, in between that, you, you get the game on Friday night, which is going to be uh, the, the salute to the to veterans, uh, Seth. And I, actually, I, I like this. Have you seen the sweaters you're going to be wearing that night? 
Yeah, those are pretty cool. Our our marketing team, our graphic design stuff, they they do a great job. I think uh you know, almost all, if not all of our special jerseys, I think are really well done and uh I think these are another example of that and uh some uniqueness to them with the players' nicknames on the back of them and sort of the last name and um you know, I think that uh, for me, you know, having you know, being from this this country, having the opportunity to to represent our country when I coached internationally, um, I think anytime you have a veterans military type day, uh, for me for me it's special. I'm just incredibly grateful for for what our veterans and what our current troops uh, provide for us, what they give to us, and the freedoms that they give to our country. I mentioned the uh, matchup against Utica at home at Blue Cross Arena. That's coming up Sunday afternoon, and then the quick turnaround. You got to go right to Toronto and play against the Marlies less than 24 hours later with a 2 o'clock puck drop on President's Day. What Oof. kind of preparation do you do? You, I mean, you mentioned earlier all hands on deck, Seth. What kind of preparation goes into that kind of quick turnaround with your team? Yeah, that's tight. Um, you know, I said this Saturday after the game in Syracuse. You know, you hate to lose in overtime, but it was a, but it was a great effort. I thought we were a really physically committed team that night. And, and I said, now it starts now, you know, rest is a weapon and the more rest recovery you can get and hydration and proper eating and all of that. Um, it sets you up better for playing a four and six with an afternoon game with travel. Right. So, um, you know, fortunately the home game against Utica on Sunday is at three. So we'll probably get to Toronto at nine thirty or so that night, be able to get a proper sleep. Um, you know, and then, and then get up and get after them. And, you know, I think it's what's important for our coaching staff in these tight turnarounds with a lot of games is that we give the players enough information that they're prepared, but we limit the amount of time we, we spend in meetings and we bog them down because there's a lot on them already. So, so that's the balance you have to walk as a coaching staff. How much information do they need to be prepared uh, for our opponent? Uh, but at the same time, not trying to overload them uh, because of the amount of volume of games right now. Seth, I remember one of our first con- uh, you know conversations it was the beginning uh, you know before one of the seasons, and uh, you know just asking about lines, and you said, "Look, I don't look at lines; I, I look at at pairings." That being said, you got to be happy with this line, the Byron Murray Ruchek line right now. Your thoughts on uh, what they're providing your team here? They've been outstanding, and and. Um, you know, uh, Byro and Rusek have, have really emerged as becoming elite American League players, uh, you know, NHL call-up guys and, and potentially full-time NHL guys in the future. Uh, I think I think Brett Murray's uh, season, you know, can be overlooked because he he doesn't always point as much as Kulik, Rosane, Rusek, Byro because he's doing the dirty work. He screens the goaltender. He wins the puck battles, things of that nature. Um, but but Brett Murray's last 10, 15 games has been exceptional. Um, you could easily argue he's been our, our best player um, over the last 10 to 15 games. Um, he's been on the score sheet a lot. He's been physical. Like Rusek's goal is a great example. It looks like it's going to be a breakout for Syracuse, and all of a sudden Brett Murray has a great forecheck, and he hits the guy hard, and there's a turnover, and then two seconds later it's in the back of the net. And he's um, his game – He's been a, a catalyst and an igniter on, on many different lines over the last kind of six weeks. Um, 
And, and that line, yes, that line's been great, but but I definitely wanted to uh, kind of point out how good Brett Murray has been in the last six weeks. Amherst head coach Seth Appert, our guest in the sports bar, Danger and Vitaglia on the fan as the team gets ready for a seven-game in 11-day stretch. Seth, uh, let us know how you're managing goaltending here as much as you can as, as far as who you've got. We know that th- there's a pretty good rotation going on. Devin Levi, we, we would assume, would, would get a, a good amount of repetition uh, through this stretch as well, but that's a challenge for them as well as, as everybody else on the team. It is, and, and, and Devin is going to get, Levi's going to get the bulk of the starts. Um, you know, number one, he's an elite goaltender. Number two, you know, that's our responsibility as part of our organization. We, we need to develop him, and, and that's, that's part of it in the American League. But he's also earned those starts with how good he's played. Um, but we're going to need Cooley and Tukarski, and, um, and, and obviously we have a ton of belief in those two very good goaltenders that have, have done a lot of good things for us this year. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, you can look at it at times. It's not great to have three goaltenders in a stretch that we're in right now over the next month with how many games we play. Um, there will be opportunities to get fresh goalies in, in the, the net because, because that we have three right now. Have you checked in with Devin after last night's beanpot victory for Northeastern? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. They had, uh, Graham Slager, uh, Hosted a little uh, little watch dinner for uh, for some of the guys last night. I think uh, Davies and uh, Levi, both Northeastern grads, were over there, and I congratulated both of them on their victory uh, this morning. So uh, they're proud Northeastern alums. Uh, both those guys did great things for that program, and obviously Levi, you know, 75% of that team um, are still guys that he played with last year. Gunner Wolf Fontaine Danger. That is the name. What a name. What a, what a name. Hard, what a hard name. to beat. That is a great name for any athlete, any sport. Gunner Wolf. Yeah. I mean, and he scores the overtime game winner in both games in the bean pot. I mean, that is, there's probably going to be a statue of him on that campus somewhere. <laughs> um, Seth, I wanted just to kind of, you know, uh, ask your, your opinion on this one play there. Do we have. Like baseball is known as the, the the sport of the unwritten rule, but it seemed like we had something in the NHL where you you yeah you know where I'm going with this. Uh, Greg Ottawa comes in and I'm like let me just put it in. No, I'm going to take a slap shot. Um, was that out of was any of that out of bounds in your opinion? What you saw? Well, I think both were out of bounds, but both you know first of all, Greg is a really good player and he's a bit of a pest. That's how he plays. He's been in Belleville. I got a lot of respect for his game, both from a skill perspective and a competitive perspective. Um, so, you know, that's in his DNA a bit. Um, now you probably deserve to take a little punishment after that. I think that if it's your player, you'd probably prefer it not to be to the head, right? Um, I think when you take a slap shot into an empty net like that, you're probably anticipating something happening. Um, you know, if it's, if it's your player, you probably want them to respond, but you probably don't want them to respond with a cross check to the head because, you know, that's going to be a suspension. Um, I don't think they've ruled yet on that, uh, but it's probably going to be a, a lengthy one. Um, and, you know, as much as that's part of the game, you know, you do something like that, there's a price to pay. Uh, you know, it is a new age in the NHL and in hockey, and, and you certainly are cognizant of not wanting head injuries and 
not attacking people uh, in that part of the uh, their body because of what it can lead to. So, um, I, you know, I think I can totally understand it on both sides, um, you know, but I think the, the fact that it's to the head makes it a little egregious. Seth, uh, we know what kind of a stretch your team is uh, looking down the barrel of here, and we're wishing you the best. We, we'll talk to you next week, same time. You'll be unless he's passed yeah, out unless by Unless you're point. completely <laughs> road-weary from the trip to Toronto after playing all these games in such a short amount of time. Best of luck and, and uh, looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate having me on. Yeah, he thanks, Seth. Rochester Americans head coach Seth Appert. Yeah, I saw that play. I'm like, well everybody's in the wrong. <laughs> you you can't do that one and then you can't respond the way he did too. There's there are such instances where there isn't really a right or wrong. It's like everybody's wrong or you know, nobody needed to do what they did. Yeah, so Greg, uh the the player for Ottawa, if you haven't seen the video, like all you have to do is just gently push it in the net. Nope. I'm gonna like wind up and take a slap shot. Um yeah, and then he gets the cross Check to the head, and yeah, yeah, I think Seth said it perfectly. Everyone's wrong, and boy, what about uh, we got to find Gunnar Wolf Fontaine's spot here in the pros, though. That's a, that's a, that is a name. That's an name. elite name. Yeah, yeah. When when you're having a a, a child and you name them with the inten- intention of them being an athlete. As they grow, I mean, like, that's the name you get. Easton Stick is one of my favorites, right? Like, when you hear Easton Stick, it's like the old man was just looking at the corner of his garage and saw an old hockey stick that he used to play street hockey with and thought, you know what? Easton Stick is a pretty tough name for a kid. I'm going to go with that. Well, Gunner is a name. That says my son is going to be like, (laughs) no, Gunner's not enough. You're Gunner Wolf. Yeah. Gunner Wolf. Yeah. Got a little wolf in you. That's pretty good. Uh, in Northeastern, getting the beef pod last night. I was thinking about that. Devin Levi was probably watching intently, uh, given that they weren't on the ice. And uh, sure as uh, sure as rain, yeah, that right as rain. That's exactly what happened there with uh, Seth telling us that they had a little watch party for the uh, bean pod final there. Uh, good stuff from Seth Appert, as always. Appreciate the coach coming in and delivering. And this stretch is going to be telling for the Amherst. This is the stretch that kind of lets you know like where are they going to be what what exactly are they going to be when when the season's over there is a massive difference between third and fourth if you are in fourth well you got to play that crummy little playing game round where like okay best of three anything can happen wrong bounce sorry adios you're third okay you don't have to worry about that you get the two but also you don't have to worry about Syracuse. Like, that's the one team. All right, wait till them to get to the divisional finals there. So, yeah, if the Amherst are in third coming out of this. Everything is going to be okay. It's a big stretch of games, man. Two games in less than 24 hours. Oof. And you have to travel to Toronto on uh, President's uh, Day. That's, what do they need President's Day for up there? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like really, it's got to be like a kids' day thing or something up in Canada. Well, they, they if they have the day off from school, go ahead. Do they do a version of that? I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm not sure what their tradition is for President's Day north of the border. I can tell you that every year that I ever went down to Florida for that week for President's Week, uh, there were a lot of Canadians down there. So it is like their winter break, I imagine. Whether it's they, all right, it's called Family Day. Oh, that is family day. Our president's day is family day up in Canada. The more you know. Very good. Gino doing a little research there and finding out why. Why we have a two o'clock puck drop.
on President's Day north of the border. Which means you and I are off Monday, but it's right. Oh, the heavy lift. No heavy lift on Monday. We'll be back uh, the following day, a week from today on Tuesday. Uh, All right, we're going to take a break and come back. Happy hour is right around the corner. We got a lot to unpack from our conversation with Matt Perino of the Syracuse Post Standard. And if you're just joining us earlier, we began to reflect and look back on our preseason bold predictions from the 2023 Mm. NFL season. Sharing is caring, kids. And we are not afraid to admit some of these bold predictions were wrong. However, coming up with happy hour, I know I've got at least one that I'm like, oh, it feels good to, it feels good to get one right. Yeah. Every now and then. That's uh, a little bit of breaking news if I can have the sounder here. Oh, is it time for breaking news? Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Is it kind of a D move? If uh, the team that you share with uh, in town won a Super Bowl championship, but you know what? We're going to announce today. <laughs> We're going to take the shine away for the Chiefs. The Royals have just announced their new plans for a downtown stadium. It's going to be in 2028. Now, I'm sure there's going to be challenges or whatnot, but these artist renderings, Mike Danger, when you go home tonight, they are beautiful. Mm. All the world's problems are going to be solved in Kansas City by the Royals moving to Kaufman always looked like a – I mean – by standards of the 80s, when we grew up, you watch baseball in the 80s as a kid. I remember watching and thinking, is that a waterfall in the outfit? Like, that is beautiful. What is what is this place? Well, the waterfall, basically, because they needed seats or whatever, That, that that's like gone. That's like yeah. what we were, like the waterfall. I know, we're but like, isn't yeah. that just such a brilliant depiction of the excess of the eighties. We need a waterfall in the outfield. We need something stunning, a feature so stunning. You won't see it anywhere else. I'm looking, come on. How could they not work in a waterfall in these artist renderings danger? Not at all. Like that's what I wanted in the new bill stadium. That makes sense. Hey, Niagara Falls, there's a waterfall. Ooh, a replica, a replica, a mini replica of Niagara Falls Inside Get a little Highmark. water, fe- water yeah. feature. Get a little yeah. water feature. A nice calming area for Bills fans to cool off. How quickly before that gets destroyed? See, if you had extra time, you would be doing water feature in your backyard. I bet. Oh, I, I, if I had extra time, I'd be doing a lot of different things yeah. in my backyard. Absolutely. There's no question about that. What was the other baseball note that I saw that, that crossed my feet? Was it Jorge Soler going to the uh, Giants? Giants, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a big move for the Giants, but I'm sorry, man. Like, it's a Francesa for me because the Dodgers already won the offseason like anything you move any move you make now he's a really nice player he's a really good player he adds a lot to to any team he's on big postseason run with atlanta yep you're hoping like the format of baseball danger is like all right let's just get in and then maybe we get lucky a couple games and the dodgers are out like that's that's kind of the hope. Like We're hoping that the yeah, other like team the, fails. the Dodgers are so. Has there been a team on paper that you're like, nope, that team is going to be the best in the league? It's it is the Dodgers. It is. It is absolutely their championship to lose. It before you even throw the first pitch. That's the team that if if it doesn't work out, who's who are you assessing blame? Like, it, how does it not work out? With that that excess of talent, that yeah. They have. It, of course, the Dodgers then putting out video. Here's Shohei. Like, what was it? Twenty one pitches, sixteen. He hit yeah. over the wall. It's just like, oh, yeah. yeah that's that's yeah. something. 
Uh, happy hour coming up. We revisit our 2023 NFL bold prediction. That's all on the way here in the sports bar. You can pull up a stool and join us at 866-4-FAN-585-866-4326. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. This is your chance to shine the spot that Del Monte has the secret for the best Valentine's Day gift ever. Nothing says I love you more than a gift card to the spot that Del Monte. They may not tell you what they actually want for Valentine's Day, but... A gift card from the spot, the Del Monte, will show how much you've been paying attention. Gift cards are available for purchase in-store or online at DelMonteSpa.com. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 